yeah. you know, uh, Skip and Stephen A are going at it now. Man, because, Steve, uh, Stephen A, man. I, Stephen A's trying mm. to say that he saved first take. He said if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't be where it was at. And Skip was like, you know, he's my brother. And, you know, brothers do fight. But we were already a million-dollar company before you even got there. Mm -hmm. So how would, why would you say you saved a, a show that was already, like, huge? And uh, he's like, I know you're feeling yourself with Stephen A. is feeling it. So he was like, but, you know, you made that up. He's too, he too narcissistic to me, bro. Mm -hmm. Two, two narcissists. Yeah. Started a new show. It's still successful. Yeah, that's what he was saying that he took the challenge of going to a new network and basically building it off the ground. Like, look at Fox Sports now. Right. First, it was nothing, and now he took it from the ground up. Kellerman, too. Yeah. Nice Kellerman. So he was having the same problem. Look at the, look at the common thread here. I went and did it again. <laughs> I went and did it again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Without you. That's what he was saying. Like This is what I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, how can you save you save the show when Cole Pizza first take was already like, yeah, like, for real, for real, he done turned into a joke. He's really annoying to listen to now. Mm. Yeah, he ain't no more hooping and hollering. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. even listen to Steven anymore. Hey. I like watching Shannon and... Uh, I even like listening to Kendrick Perkins. Oh, yeah. yeah. Him and, uh, you gonna keep it real? And that's what Skip was saying about Draymond's podcast. He was saying that, yeah, you have a podcast, but it's just you. Nobody's challenging you, so you just giving your opinion without somebody else like giving their opinion. Because Draymond was saying that He's gonna be the new media. Like he's what he's doing now. That's that's gonna be the new time. Yeah, he, he took that on as a challenge when he, when he saw what what you know all the work that went into what they do. Right. So now he wants to you know jump in there. Who's it, Draymond? Yeah, Draymond. Yeah, he has respect for what they're doing. Well, he's taking it, and I'm gonna be watching. It's gonna Draymond. You know, he's gonna. It should be. It should be good. I like all the smoke. That's yeah. Matt Barnes. Yeah, Matt Barnes. And uh, Stephen Jackson. Yeah, Stephen Jackson. I like I like all the smoke. You know, I had uh, a lot of people hit me up. What y'all think about that Roe versus Wade? <clears throat> Here's my take on it, bro. I don't agree personally with abortion. If a woman I was with was pregnant, I'm going to have the job. Now, what I also don't agree with. The uh, great shot worked out. It's trying to force everybody else to agree with what Taking I believe. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem. You understand what I'm saying? That's a big problem. I, I, that's what I believe. Because likewise, I wouldn't want to have to be forced to take on what somebody else believes. Right. Mm -hmm. That's my personal belief. And that's really what the fight is about, choice. Mm -hmm. right. That's what we would choose to do. Right. But I want you to have the choice to do what you want to do, too. I, would, I wouldn't agree with it. I remember I'm, I'm at the subway down on First and Broadway one day. Lady comes in there. She's a nurse from across the street at the abortion clinic. Mm -hmm. And I think to myself, Lord have mercy. There's not a job, another job in the world that you could find better than that. That's what you do every day. I couldn't do that. Which well, is what? She works at abortion clinic. Okay, okay. Well, I look at that's her. Every right. day, that's what you do. Uh, but, but that's her. That's I look at her like this. Personally, I, I have no. I really don't have a thought about it because it's not. It's not a situation that personally I want to be in. Mm -hmm. But when you begin to do stuff like that, then it makes you wonder what next. You know, what's what's coming behind it? If they can take away a women's a woman's right to choose, you know, what she wants to do with her body, then what's coming behind it? I, I agree. <clears throat> I disagree with abortion. If it comes to the point where someone was raped or something like that, and right. you, you should have the option to. Oh, that don't matter. Yeah, yeah, that. you know, your uncle, your. But if you go up and lay down and yeah. be irresponsible and you have a child, right. you should have that baby. That's not fair to another human being. My daughter was the same way. They had to make a split decision of whether to keep that baby or not. She's 12 years old now. Right. It's hard. They was going to do it. They was yeah. going to abort that baby. Well, how yeah. you, you look at her out of it. Wow, you I'm just saying you know. said they had to make a split decision. Man. Like they was making a decision that the, the mother and the Lady, I was with at the time. They crying everything over over what should they do? What should they should she abort the baby or should she have it? And I give my ex-wife the credit that she was able to talk her out of not to aborting the baby. She ended up having the baby. You know, I, I just don't agree. My grandmother 
was raised on them principles too, for right. real. Yeah. If you yeah. if you lay down, oh yeah, dude, for real. We ain't. I, I don't. I can't imagine. Yeah. I, I don't even know nobody. I'm not. I'm not saying it, it hasn't happened. Yeah. But it hasn't happened in our eyes when we caught wind of somebody yeah. having an abortion. Right. Yeah. My grandmother was like. My grandmother had 23 kids. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know what I mean? She really was. What, what she, she what yeah. she what she she spoke what she talked what she talked about yeah. and then not only that she was like you know it, it takes a village to raise a family yeah so you're gonna be all right we got other we got aunties in our family exactly. who's raising other uh cousins and stuff raising their kids right and so you ain't gotta just raise them by yourself yeah don't don't give it don't take that child's life and get so i don't i don't agree well, yeah. with, i don't I agree mean, with abortion I, I agree i agree with you because you feel like it should be an age limit like let's say you're <clears> 30. Mm -hmm. I think you should have it. Like, I don't know. I think it's a thing, like, because if you if you take away the rightness, people will start going. I wouldn't say underground, but like the unsafe way of having. Because people, I think people should have abortion. Oh yeah, that's oh, gonna happen. Be a black black the black market is going. It's gonna happen. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> money involved. Well, they have pills. It's inevitable that you can take. And they said that's what's going to become more prevalent is people taking pills. Right, and I know so what just what? happened. I may be dumb to a situation. So. Well, they still have the pills, like after. Yeah, the pills are still. It's the physical, and this is just what I know. I've heard in the preliminary stuff. Yes, the pills will still be available, and also, what really happened? They didn't make abortion illegal, so it's not illegal. They put it up to the states to decide. Individual. And they got a vote on it. The state, no, individual <laughs> states. The mm. states have to decide whether it's whether it's legal in that mm. state, just like marijuana right now. Right. It's, it's, it's state Same by thing. state. It's not, well, a it's not that they said abortion is, is, is illegal everywhere, it don't matter what. That's not what they did. Mm -hmm. What they did, what, what Roe versus Wade had initially said is that abortion is legal everywhere. Right. Nationally. It was a national law. Now they've taken that national law away and said, we're going to leave it up to the states to decide for themselves. Yeah, I was asking because, of course, most people's first reaction is emotion. So people going on. Um, Whatever, like, oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that it was each state individual. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't get rid. I thought it was across the board. They just got rid of abortion. Yeah, but like I said, mm -hmm. I think, I think the uproar is because when you can, again, like I was saying before, is when you can make a decision like that for someone, it always, it always, questions if, if, if you don't say anything, it just be like if I was to slap one of you guys and you don't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm gonna feel free to do it again. So if, if you if you allow people to do things and take away your liberties, and and you don't if you don't complain about it or you don't make a, a fuss about it or you or you just say cool, then soon you won't have any more liberties. It's gonna take some more. Yeah. You got to vote. But I wonder how many people when they vote, how many people are on the board and women. You know, because most people who's making the vote, most of most of my men. Most of them. Oh, white men. Yeah. yeah. This, this, so yeah. I wonder, you know, women in the uproar, so it's like you're in the uproar, so what you going to do about it? Right. Well, here's the thing, and, and a lot of people don't know this too, and I, I you know, it's kind of odd to take it there so soon in the argument, but this abortion thing, like these Planned Parenthoods and these organizations that support abortion so much, they don't really want to talk about why they do it. Why the, the the things that they do with a lot of aborted fetuses and things like that, they don't want to have that conversation. Huh. They, they, another market. It's a lot of money. A lot another of market, involved. black market. A whole lot of money involved. A, a lot of the things that, that come from abortion are used in research, mm -hmm. stem cell research. Mm. It's, a, it's a market. Right. So, so for abortion to completely stop, oh man, it's going to hurt a lot of people's pockets. And, and I'm talking about in ways that we would never understand. So they, can, they, they, they literally coerce a lot of people into getting abortions that, no, that normally would not want to. A lot of people have pointed to abortion in terms of black genocide. Uh, it's it's a lot to it, man. It's 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 a rabbit hole, is what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't want to talk about. It. They just want to talk about the women's rights side of it and yeah. leave it at that. And yeah. that's all it is to it. It's way more to it than that. It is way like like, like, like that's the financial part. We but like what Charlie was saying was we don't agree with it. But people don't talk don't really think about the people, the women who've actually had abortions. Yeah. And the psychological <laughs> effect that they have down the line. Yes, sir. When, when they wow. go on and not have any children, That's then tremendous. they want to have children, and they thought it, think about it. Well, I did. I killed it. It's tremendous, boy. Well, again, that's I, something to deal with. I know how I feel about it. I have a very, very strong feeling about it. But at the same time, that's a dangerous road too, because again, when I, I remember the first time I, I saw a comment <clears> online, 
that someone made about overweight people and that mm. they wish they would all were all dead. Mm. And that, that that person that they hate, literally hate fat mm. people, overweight people. Right. And I said, so if you take your beliefs and how you feel, because I've been, you know, that's how I feel about pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Like I would do, just shoot them off in a rocket to the moon. Right. And I, I right. had to stop myself. I said, wait a minute, because right. you can you can create a precedence right there. Well, what if somebody could, all right, all fat, fat people got to go too. That's right. just your perspective. That's my perspective. Yeah. Right. Because you got to be careful about, because you lining yourself up. Because now, okay, who gets to go next? Mm-hmm. Who gets to make that next decision about who goes next? Because you know a lot of folks don't want black people red right now. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. You know, so you got to be careful with that because you're setting yourself up for something that might target you next. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, That's I, why I said, I know how I feel about it. But I do not ever want to have it such that way. The way I feel about something is by law. Y'all gotta feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. but something must have happened to where why, why they doing the Roe versus Wade now? The the balance in the Supreme Court. See, they bring up they bring up a lot of things every year. Things that they that have been decided on years ago. They revisit them all the time. But it's the balance in how many conservatives you got on the court versus how many liberals you got on the court. And usually that balance ends up things they end up staying the way they are. Okay, but this time when they brought it back up, we had or well, how many uh, Supreme Court justices did Trump confirm? Was it two or three? three. It was three. That's what changed it. That's what changed it. It was a difference. That balance yeah. in the court. But here's my thing, man. So now, now you got Amazon came out already. I think Walmart came out already. Said they're going to pay up to four thousand dollars and give up to so many days of travel time if you have to go to another state to get an abortion for their employees. Oh yeah, I saw wow. that. For their employees, if you got to go to another state, of, we'll take care of different companies. Yeah. yeah. So it's everything I say. I, in my personal belief, I believe everything happens for a reason. It brings a lot of things to the forefront. People who still want to have that choice will have that choice. Right. It just may be more complicated. Different options. Yeah. Different options. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky only had an abortion clinic, a single abortion clinic in the entire state down on First and Broadway, in addition to Planned Parenthood, which yeah. is down on Seventh Street. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to, well, we only got one abortion clinic here. Well, yeah, why does Planned Parenthood look like a prison man? The way they got that gate around there, that's something else going on behind it. Oh, you understand me? Planned Parenthood ain't doing abortions, like, yeah. y'all sure? Because yeah. when you ride past that, it's right across from the post yeah. office. Mm-hmm. Something ain't right. Are they doing mm-hmm. abortions? Yes, they do. They finally said that the other day. Now, no longer Planned Parenthood can do abortions anymore. Because Kentucky only had abortion clinics by the federal law requirement. Yeah, you know all this shit. I'm a, I know. I just. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I mean, we listen. Like, news the politics, you know, So the minute the minute that went official to Roe versus Wade is overturned, Kentucky's clinics shut down immediately because they were only uh, existed because of Roe versus Wade. Right. Statewide, we already had a, we were against abortion already in the laws. That's chaotic now. Mm-hmm. People, people riding, and I mean, like from state to state. I don't think Kentucky is, is is worse than some of the other states, but some of them other states, I mean, they riding and everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's every uh, it's going, it's going, every it's going to create year. a lot of balance. And the next time when we get together this time next year, was it June? Mm-hmm. I, I want y'all to say that. Billy said that every single year. Be this, is what, this is what politics is. Mm-hmm. They find something to polarize us. To you got to take this out. You got every single. Dude, I, so I was in high school. Dude, I was a junkie for politics. That's one of the first things I wanted to be was a politician. Being around other politicians is what changed my mind. Like, yo, these they don't care about nobody. And I saw that. But I, I've, I've been paying attention to this shit since I was a teenager. Every single year. Right. You can get And it's going to be something different. Mm-hmm. Something new and different. Oh, yeah. And they, and they, they, they try to scare us to death, separate us, polarize us. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take this side. You have to choose. You can't be on the fence. You yeah, got to decide whether what, you're on this side or that side. That's why I said directly, it doesn't, because I'm not trying to be in that situation. But no, nah, you got to choose. No, can't be on I the mean, fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want that. No, they don't want conservatives. Like personally, I cannot say that it. Uh, because I'm not trying to be in a, in, a, in that situation, you know, personally. So I'm I'm saying that personally, it doesn't affect me. But uh, and if I was to choose, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think. I mean, I, I'm indifferent. I mean, I'm, I just think. I was just messing with yeah. you. Oh. <laughs> Most of us are. You really got shoes today. Stuff, that, that propaganda they spread to to purposely try to make us choose because most of us are indifferent. Right. We don't care one way or another. Right. But they feed that stuff into our minds. It's like, well, make, make now I'm mad. Like oh, like, well, I guess I'm gonna choose. Yeah, if, if you, you really feed into it, it's a lot. It's a lot of that too. Because I, I, I knew, I know this Friday, 
I'm like, wow, you know, and I was scrolling on Facebook. I'm like, there's some people mad. And then I was, then, then I, be, you know, then you begin to, it's like the snowball effect. You, Hell yeah. You know, then, you, oh, okay, now I see what's going on here, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's just like, uh, for example, in the, the vaccine. You know, some people wow. feel, like, what I'm saying is, no, me, I'm, I'm, me and Mark talked about it. We talked about it for a long time where some people got the vaccine and some people didn't. So when they were putting it on TV every day, they were making people who didn't get the vaccine feel some kind of way. Like, you oh, almost man. was like ostracized. Like, well, you didn't get the vaccine? Yeah, it was real. So, so they were making the public, but it was more so the public, like, you didn't get the vaccine? So they were making you feel like, then you almost had to lie, like, yeah, I got the vaccine. Knowing you didn't because, yeah. well, you're the bad person because you you're, you're, you're selfish. You're not looking out for everybody else. You right. I'm like, but like the Kyrie situation, like it's a personal choice. But the media, if you watch it every day, they're making you like, look, make a decision. They're pushing it on people. They, 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 right. You know how oh, much yeah. money it was making from that? Yo, back listen, just why this morning. About money. Mm-hmm. The lady that works there, y'all all know, I just don't know her name. Every single one of y'all know her. The, lady, the older black lady that works there, they lost a whole lot of weight recently. Um, she said she got all four of them. First two, both boosters. Mm. Said she done had COVID twice. Oh well. Still. No, I had it twice. That's crazy. So right, and that's what like the same people, let's say people like my family, were, oh, you didn't get the vaccine, they were all upset. But then when they got COVID, they were really sick, they didn't have that same energy, like, well, I guess you know, not it was good that you didn't get to the sick, but you can still get sick regardless. Yeah. It was smoking mirrors, man. Smoking mirrors. Oh well you got it, but you are not gonna get that sick, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. We it was an older white guy who works at Zen Rapper Graphics over 8th and Broadway. His name is Kelly. And Kelly kept saying, man, look, and, and this dude's very knowledgeable, very smart dude. He said, man, do not take that vaccine. Man, he did research, extensive research. Yeah. I just, see, I was getting it from everybody else and co-workers and uh, man, employers, they, man, they, man, you need to take the, you need to take the shot. You t- so what you, so you saying? Like, it, was, it was crazy. I got on him hard. What you were saying? You I mean, I not only you, but I had a cousin lives in Atlanta, and she's healthy as a horse. Juices, I mean, Tara's just when you see it, she just glows, just terrifically healthy, man. Eat, eats right and everything. And man, this girl took him uh, two weeks into the COVID. She got, she had gotten sick. Yeah. She didn't know what it was. Right. She healed back up. Yeah. A year later, when it's at its peak, mm-hmm. she wasn't taking. She she figured she would take her supplements, all and do she her juice. She let her guards down. She thought she would be okay. Yeah. Man, she almost died. Yeah. So she ended up taking a shot, and then now she's pushing this narrative on everybody else. And and then that's what ultimately made in Sylvester Storms. Mm-hmm. She's a pharma, She's in the pharmaceutical sales. Yeah. Pounding me every day. But real, real quick, I remember Billy. This is after I had COVID. I seen Charlie working at the watch. Man, you gonna get that vaccine? No, no, I'm not getting the vaccine. <laughs> Me and him both were against this was brand new. Nah, I'm, I'm just, you know, work out, you know, eat right. Six months, six months later, yeah, you gotta get the vaccine. I'm like, some giants, because Charlie wasn't on the vaccine. He was like one of us. We're like, nah, I don't get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know you said thanks. Somebody in your family got sick. Yeah, my he cousin in sick. Atlanta. I got sick, but mine wasn't nearly. Oh, mine yeah, was, was very mild. My cousin, but she almost died. Was, she we got the points up. You missed that face turn. You blue. missed Tank Davis no, fight. It was one of the fights you missed. Yeah, you right. twice, don't right? tell. Don't let Billy tell the story. Right. Billy, yeah, <laughs> I don't believe that. He was in the ring. Billy said my skateboard. He was in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play on game. Well, was too hard. I said, boy, he, boy, he keeps pressure on my neck, boy. Okay, we were. Uh, <laughs> we were. It was like one of the first times I had the brunch downtown. So Billy's like, Charlie ain't coming. And Raiders game is coming up. <laughs> this is two weeks before. And then he didn't show up. He tried to say he had COVID. Billy said, nah, he's just Man, y'all believe me? <laughs> this is when they played the Bengals for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Hey, boy, you <laughs> silly, man. So he was saying she got sick, so what happened? They didn't get a plate. I didn't get a plate or nothing, man. They ain't drop a plate on the on the steps or nothing. <laughs> you went home. You don't waste that food. <laughs> uh, no, she ended up bouncing back. Ultimately, she bounced back. I mean, she like she was almost out of here. Right. Her daughter's going to Xavier. She got a scholarship at Xavier, so she had to kind of like cease all the workouts and stuff. A lot of stuff stopped. So she was able to uh, get back on her feet. And I tell you what, I saw yesterday, man, her whole, her old, whole outlook on life is just totally changed, man. Yeah. She lives, she like always traveling, doing stuff, and living life to the fullest. But it's, it's like it just did something to her, like man. After, after math effect. Man, like tremendous. And I'm like... Yeah. I ever really messed up because I was yeah. out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was out of here. Definitely, I remember um, 
because I had the first strand, the OG COVID, that was. Well, you got real sick. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just taking yeah, people yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So you remember, like, I had been talking about doing the podcast for about two years. I just, you know, you just yeah. work, you do stuff, the days go by, and you, it just passes you up. So when I got COVID and I almost died, it was after that, I was like, it, it changes you. You know, it does something like, you know, I think when you live long enough, we all going to go through experiences of almost like a, a life or death situation where, you know, you get you live long enough, you're yeah, going to go through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So when I got sick, man, um, I, I thought it was over because, you know, COVID was new. Right. We didn't know what it was. And the day I got diagnosed, it was December 14th. On the 13th, two people I knew had just died. Yeah. So so two people died that Sunday from COVID. The Monday I go in and found out I got it. Got real. Yeah, yeah, so you don't, you don't know because yeah. I got it. Was it was so real. The thing, about, the thing about it, you just have to sit and wait. Mm-hmm. You know, so you had to sit. So you're like, am I going to die? Am I going to live? So I was like, man, if I get through this and all the stuff that I was putting off, whenever I get back, I'm going to start putting it into motion because, uh, yeah, the co- I mean, it's a, it's a different COVID is a different thing. Like it's, 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 like, it's like an it's evil spirit. Yeah. Like two weeks, I had a damaged lung, blood clots, it was on an oxygen tank. You know, you yeah. know the funny thing yeah. about that is, it's like when you normally before the COVID, when you, when you didn't hear from somebody for a long time that you normally hear from, you're like, oh, okay, he just, he just disappeared from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but I start finding out when COVID arrived, is that you can't take for granted that somebody just ain't. Stand in contact, yeah. and so a lot of people was getting sick. Like even for him, it was I know about five or six people that did that. Yeah. I hadn't heard from him in about a month. I'm like, damn, I ain't talked to dude. Let me let me hit him up, mm-hmm. man. I've been sick as a dog. Yeah, I had the COVID. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, man, I was almost out of here. I was hearing it, it was so yeah. prevalent, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? It made me start looking at things different. That ultimately made me make my decision. I said, you know what? I'm gonna be irresponsible. I'm gonna. You gonna die. If you gonna die of something. You gonna die of something anyway. You can't. You can't control it. God called your numbers time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted. I I did it for my. Not only did I do it for my for myself, but I did it for my family. Yeah. So I went on and took it. Jamal was like, "Man, do not take that shot." I mean, it, he, it, he's it was, like, it was, it was "Research." The, it was the most frightening <laughs> and political time that I can think of that ever just hit our community. You know what I'm saying? Where, I was crazy. You know, like AIDS, you know, just, you know, when magic, I, I don't think people really thought about AIDS too much until magic got AIDS. And then, right. it, then, it, shit, later, then it hit home, you know. Mm. But then with, then with COVID, it became very political. Like, I'm not going to take it, I'm going to take it. I never said nothing. Whoever took it, whoever didn't take it, I never said, you know, I never pointed fingers or, or tried to make it, you know, Question someone's decision on, on taking it, but that was the most frightening and the most political time I can think of ever. I was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but it's funny, like Charlie said though, when you was trying to make a decision about the shot, everybody became a doctor. Oh, you gotta do your research. You gotta do your research. We don't know about it. I'll, I mean, when ten times out of ten we don't do our research on anything. You, the doctor gives you medicine, you just take it. You, you haven't researched it. That's actually what led to me being found. I had a chance to get COVID way ahead of the curve because of my through my job. They sent us out an email and December, get COVID on the shot. Oh, I'm sorry, to get the shot, to get the vaccine. They sent us an email in December of 2020. Mm-hmm. The vaccine hadn't even hit the market yet, but we were going to be some of the first ones because of how our jobs are classified. Asking us if it comes, if it becomes available, are you willing to get it? I said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Don't even waste your, your right. time yeah. typing this to me yeah. again. Right. Right. It was almost forcing people to take Dude, it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you got it because of kids. I ended up getting it just out of, out of reasoning. Okay, yeah. Billy, when you went out of the country, you went down to Gray Street, got shot up with everything they had in that box, and didn't even ask a question what, about to it. Africa? Yeah, Africa and Belize. Oh. Like, nah, I ain't asking no questions. A matter of fact, we was in a rush. Like, dude, can y'all have to get this over? <laughs> right, right. You know, because my wife's passport came late, and we was like, dude, yeah, whatever. Just yeah. go ahead and hit me off so we right. can leave. Right. <laughs> Didn't ask a question. Yeah. We take the kids, put them online when it's time to get in school. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all got to get your course. vaccine. Right. Right. Ain't never had no shots. argument. Ain't never had. And then you say, hey, what's in that anyway? Right. What, what are they getting vaccinated for? Most people don't even know. They just mm-hmm. get that paperwork. 
sending to school. Read that sometimes. You hey, they got vaccinated for a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. But there's, I, I feel like though, there's a reason. Of course, there, 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 yeah. there's a reason why people feel some kind of way towards this vaccine. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, there's some a reason. Feel that but way the, but the you look at the things. But you look at a lot of people equate. Attribute autism to the childhood vaccines, right, right. but how many of us still took our kids and got vaccinated when it's time to go to school? Right. Well, when you look at the root cause of why people feel that way, because you, I mean, you look, I of course, you look, at, yeah, you look at the 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 smallpox and syphilis and things like the Tuskegee that. experiment. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody's trying to just be. It just came out apologizing the week before last. Yeah, it just came out apologizing the week before last. It's, so, it's very real, and it, the, the fears are very real too. So again, but I, I just I just thought about it, like, okay, Billy, how many people? The the real thing that made me because well, I knew several people that had gotten it already, and they were fine. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about even whether it was going to work. It was about, all right, is it is it hurting people? I knew us. Because yeah. we, we always feel like we was one big experiment. On yeah, so well, I, the Spanish I fly when they. We always wanted to the Tuskegee, the Tuskegee experiment. We was we was a guinea pig. Yes, sir. Well, we so <clears throat> I was you know I mean and it's so bad and it's an indictment on America that we were there were some of us who were thinking there were three different vaccines and I'm not talking about Johnson Johnson Pfizer and um, the other one um, Moderna Moderna. I'm I'm thinking about okay is there a uh, a placebo a real vaccine and then a vaccine is going to attack our what you know what we have our existing ailments so you know we don't know and say okay well maybe the professionals the teachers the doctors the lawyers and everything maybe they're getting the the real vaccine maybe the blacks maybe we're getting the ones that will attack us attack our illnesses whether we have diabetes or whatever we have going on our that will attack, and maybe there's a placebo that doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. so, it's a trust issue. Yeah, so it's a it's trust. A, it's, a, it's, exactly, it's a trust. It's a trust thing. Because you got to realize, black man, you know what I'm saying. So, <clears throat> where do I fall? You know what I'm saying. Yeah, so, no. so these are all the things that that you know that we have to think about. And then you it's just, think yeah. About it. So, <laughs> bro, I was watching some on sixty Minutes, and in the medical field, racism is in the medical field as well. Oh, dude. It's so prevalent. It, it ain't even funny because. You think you're going to the hospital for one for for one thing, and then next thing you know, they don't somebody of a racist of a, of a racist intent did something to offset you absolutely intentionally. Mm -hmm. So so we as people, we just learn not to trust. We don't trust the medical field. No, you shouldn't. Right. And trust you know, yourself more. I went mm -hmm. my my primary care doctor. She resigned to go take another position. So I found me a new doctor. And I'm gonna tell people this, man. You you gonna have the same copay. No matter where you go, mm -hmm. find the best doctor in the city. Yeah. I go on health grades. I, I I sort them by their. So you're not just loyal to like like doctor loyal. Dude, I this is my barber. I used to be. I will this leave my, this a my doctor. This my barber. I will leave a doctor. I was telling I was telling Mert. I don't want to give the show away, but my sister she wants to come on the show. You know she had cancer last year, and. Um, she wants to talk about the misinformation that doctors give black folks. Because yeah. mm -hmm. what happened is, you know, let's say you go to your doctor. She was diagnosed, and the first thing the doctor was pushing was chemo, chemo. And she was like, "Wait a minute, uh, yes." So, if she hadn't asked questions to other doctors, like Billy said, went to other doctors, yeah. and then instead, if she was just trusting him, like most of us do, was right. a doctor. He's educated more than me. We just gonna trust him. Right. If she had did all her research and ask other doctors, and other doctors like, "Is that what he told you?" Yeah. Now let me give you all this other information, mm -hmm. and then you go home, you sort it out. Pray about it, then you decide. Mm -hmm. Most of us just decide. Well, you're smarter than me. I trust you. Yeah. And then you know, there's no telling what they're giving to people. You know, misinform them. So, I think that's a good point because people just. But you know, let me just think about this. Like we talked about before. Look at all the people who. You know, I, I drive the bus, so I see a lot of people who get on the bus missing one or both limbs. Mm -hmm. And think about the people who uh, who are missing a limb. That really didn't even have to have that limb removed. Like, just like the lady, yeah, just like the lady who, right? Because the doctor said, "Yeah, let's just cut it off." Yeah, yeah. You just say, "Okay." Yeah, just like the lady, like uh, it was lady. She had a car accident, and the doctor was like, uh, "My sister was telling me." Uh, the doctor said, "We're gonna cut her foot off," and, and the husband was like, "Well, let's just hold on. Let's just wait." And and her his wife was telling the story, and she was like, "I thank God for my husband because if he had." Have agreed to 
have them to cut off my foot, I wouldn't be standing here telling you this story. True. And man, that's True. powerful Crazy. because and, and then when it, yeah, when it and when it comes to us, I mean, we're the, we're going to be the guinea pigs. Good. I mean, we're going to be the I don't like you. I got a new thing. Well, I lie we, to my doctors. We, we want the bonus. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Bonus. This straight up. So when I got this new doctor, this new primary care doctor, it was my old doctor started. She she congratulated me. As soon as I turned forty, I said, "All right." When I was signed, was scheduled my appointment, prostate exam. I put it on there. She, when I got there, she said, "You know, I, I want to give you. You know, that's a great thing that you're doing this." And nobody had to tell you. You knew it was time. Forty yeah. years old. Yeah. Go to this new doctor. She questioned me. What do you want to get a prostate exam for? You only mm-hmm. 42. Right, right. I said, what? What you mean? I thought you were supposed to start me four years old. Mm-hmm. No, nah, what you, I mean, do you, you know. Are you hurt? Yeah, are you hurt? Are you, you got, and I, I'm like, she's trying to talk me out of it. I'm like, you, trust me, I don't want to do this. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, this is exactly. you talking this is me, me out of right. so, <laughs> it? Was it a history of me and your father's side of the family? I said, yep. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll do it then. Yeah. I went ahead and lied, just told a bold face, and I, I've gotten to a point now. Because I, I have an extremely high tolerance for pain. And when you sit there in front of the doctor and you don't look like you're hurting, they don't want to do nothing for you. So, oh, no, wait a minute. Are you saying that she hurt talking <clears throat> you out of is a bad thing? Or you yes, should... dude. Because here's the thing. Why would you want to talk somebody out of doing preventative care? Okay. So That's preventative care. Mm-hmm. So, finally, she said, okay, we'll do it. So, uh, the last few times I went to it, we've done it. Mm-hmm. And here's what's crazy. I turn up 47, 48 years old, prostate cancer. You know the first thing they say? Man, we had to call it soon. Yeah, yeah you're damn right. Yeah, you waited soon. While, while your mind was on it, yeah. it, was, it was best for you going to do it. So yeah. finally, she only did it because I said it's a history of it in my... Which, that's, I don't know that. That's a, right. I made a bold-faced lie. But why would I have to do that? Right. First of all, I'm paying you. Don't, you shouldn't even be questioning me about this. Mm-hmm. First of all. Yeah. And second of all... Well, they, they, they're not going to give you their opinion, though, Billy. Okay, but why is your opinion against what's being told what I should be doing? Mm-hmm. This is what's told. 40 years old, you start getting that prostate. Mm-hmm. And she, it felt like she had a Super Bowl ring when she did it. I think she got a question like, damn, straight up. Oh, you want one? I got you. I love my dad. I said my she got a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> it was the same woman who told you, oh, yes, yeah. I said my dad. <laughs> well, he going to prostate, girl. All right, motherfucker. <laughs> nah, you good? I don't like you. I don't sound straight. Yeah, that was a little extra. <laughs> but true story, though. My cousin Lee, he was getting a colonoscopy, right? Yeah, I know Lee. Yeah, he was doing it. He did his when he was 42. And he had to, he didn't have to do it until he was 42. He could wait until he was 50, mm-hmm. right? He had pre-cancer sales. I got two friends in that early. One of them is, is our, he class 96 with Manuel. Yeah. Mm. Him and his lady just got him. You understand? They they told me my wife go get. She had polyps. Mm-hmm. She's only forty three. She might be either a year yeah. older than us or a year younger than us. Yeah. Already was developing those precancerous cells. Yeah. Don't yeah. wait. Wait for what? Yeah. So, so cancer was, is a sneaky. Was he short? Was he sick or anything? Or no, he he's just he's just being preventive. Gotcha. So did he end up having he had cancer? No, nah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't get him. It was pre-cancer cells. I, mean, I, I, I just think had it materialized eight years oh, later, yeah, and it matured, yeah. it would have turned to cancer. Especially if he got the wrong diet. If he's eating the wrong yeah. stuff. Listen, yeah, he's a diabetic, and yeah, you know, you, could, you just don't never know how, how it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we got we got to take control of our own control the narrative. Man. Yeah. We got to. We can't sit around waiting on other people to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but most people, most of us are guilty. Most people are lazy. You know, they don't want to do the research. They they just want to take whoever's word for it and just... Uh, you got to start within your family. Make, that's a culture you got to build. It's just yeah. within your family. Yeah. Because you can't really... You can't go out here, you know, expecting to change the world. Just in this house. And in our family, we get together Thanksgiving, and we, this is what we're talking about. Right. Go get your health screens. Mm-hmm. Go get your health screens. Yeah, it's it's, it's big. Like, like Charlie and I was, It's a trust issue. Uh, and I think that's the main thing with the vaccine because it was new. With the COVID, it didn't happen so quick. Mm-hmm. People like, wait a minute, you just created a vaccine this quick? Wow, you know, let's test it out for mm-hmm. a couple of years before mm-hmm. I get it injected. Yeah. Dude, I never got the flu vaccine. I got it one time and felt like I literally felt like I was going to die. I never yeah, got I, it, dude. I, I, I never got it. And I will never get it again. From the flu vaccine. I never got it. I will never get it again. My mom every year trying to tell me you to go get the flu vaccine. Mom, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I ain't never doing it. It was a politician or a lawyer. From Georgia, young guy too. He was very successful. He was probably in his forties, and uh, he had never had the flu vaccine. And he got the—I don't remember his name—but he got the vaccine and and he died. 
He died from the vaccine. Yeah, no. I. So, but again, I I got jabbed three times with Pfizer. Yeah. We still sitting here kicking. You right. got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you still here good. Yeah, I guess the people look at the long term. No, 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 I do. Brother, listen. I, I'm, I'm not sure they would. I don't know. You know, I'm not sure they would give us something that have immediate effects. Is people wouldn't take it. Like, wait a minute. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? But again, they done jabbed me before. You right. know, right. Plenty of times. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, and then too, you know, God is real. You know, so even if there was a a a, 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 a vaccine designed to take us out and everything, and we're living our life and everything, we praying to God and we living right and we praying every day. Who's to say that it won't have an effect on us? You know, the Bible says, you know, no weapon formed against us. You know, it's your possible. Right. Yeah. So sometimes we just got to rely on God. Not not to say that we not to have uh, foolish or blind faith. But sometimes we just got to trust in God, you know. That's true. Yeah. But at the same time, God, when we ask him for that, you know, what we need to make these good decisions and he gives it to us, we got to use that too. That information and that mm. mind thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, we can't, he doesn't want us to be on our faith, blind faith is only towards him. Not right. towards these people down, these creatures down <laughs> on earth. <laughs> right, right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Because right, so, I, I feel like, you know, there's an agenda behind the gas prices. There's an agenda behind everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gas ain't just high now. Either they pushing these electric cars or, you know, it, it's always something. Every single you know, people, this is the thing. This whole electric car thing is beautiful. I love it. Ain't nobody said the thing. Do we have the grid? To, okay, let's say everybody had an electric car all of a sudden. We couldn't maintain that. Our electric grid couldn't power up everybody's car. Yeah, we don't have the capacity for that. <laughs> but ain't nobody talking about that right now right. because there's so few of them on the road. That's the first thing I thought about. Plus, a lot of our electricity comes from what? Burning coal, right? You know, all these things. I look still at it. Gonna be great I look at it like mm-hmm. lawnmowers and uh, and and weed eaters. Now you you see somebody with electric lawnmower, you gonna do what? Look at this fool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I'm like, man, I'm not I'm not gonna be too quick to jump on to jump on that one. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand the significance of, or the the luxury of gas. You know what I'm saying? I have to worry about you know certain things. So let the let the innovators, you know, have their have their fun. I just gas up. A lot of people pay the extra have, price. Make, make more money. A yeah, lot, of, <laughs> a lot of people who have the electric cars right now are not seeing the cost associated with it because a lot of the electric charging stations are free right now. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to be the case right. when everybody's got one. People are building them in their houses now, yeah. too. But, okay, yeah. so what is that electricity bill looking like now? Are you actually spending more than you were on gas? Well, they, they took they took got the grid and got that power grid on top of the house. No, yeah, the solar grid. They, well, they yeah. said the solar panels and stuff, they, they don't went all the way out. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah. all the way out. Yeah. So, so how long yeah. is it going to take for you to recoup the money that you've invested into being you're not uh, reducing your carbon footprint. There's a lot of money up front for us. So much money. Yeah. Now, here's a lot of people now recently are talking about filing a class action lawsuit against Tesla. Because guess what? The first round of cars are needing new batteries. Wow. Ten thousand dollars. Mm. That's a that's a car. Yeah, yeah, that's a car. That's like 10% of a car. Come on, man, that's a car. How is that? For real. Like, uh, for the battery? For yeah, battery? Uh, I don't know if they push the electric cars like for our kids' kids. Yeah, of course they are. It's the next thing. But nobody, the, the, the powers that be are not going to get behind electric cars until these oil reservoirs are drained. They're not going to start selling another dope when they still got a whole garage full of coke. They're not doing that. And they're not going to let nobody else do it either because right. they got to get rid of this coke. Right. Well, we got to so, get, 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 get rid of it. Yeah. We gotta get then we'll let y'all do it. So they'll do like all these other businesses have been doing forever. He kept it forever. Yeah, y'all look it up on Netflix. It's on the Who Killed the EV. This is back in like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. They killed the idea because they didn't want it to prop. Dude, they have oil reservoirs. So It wasn't their time yet. Dude, they, they got to get rid of this oil first. Then, then all these big companies are going to be like, oh, yeah, electric vehicles. Because this is always going to be the only option. So it's, but no, not right now. Because we got we to move this oil. Oh, gee, what are you talking this about? Awesome. Right. Put it at $160 burial. Man. The have and you have to have and have not. Yeah, That's why be, the rich keep getting yeah, richer and the poor get poor. It's going to be about $6 or $7 <laughs> next month. Well, it's going to be about 6 or $7 by next month. Well, the, the gas? Yeah. 
But you know, it's been it's but they you know, it's been you know like uh, like this last week or so, it's been going down. So I, I know it's going slightly, gonna, but yeah, it's gonna, I'm, going I'm sure down. it's going to go. But it's going to be hard to, to to determine, you know, as far as you know everything goes until about a, a year from now. I'm gonna tell you something. They're gonna do that to keep people from getting so frantic, cause. At the end of the day, when stuff start, when you start creating an inflation and start stuff start getting to where it's getting real bad, it's gonna cause it's gonna cause a lot of violence, and that's what it's doing. And so they trying to control the balance, the balance level with the money level too. Yeah, it's a balancing act because the balance is gonna come behind it. You gonna have more robberies, huh? In every city, the violence. Absolutely. Yeah. Behind, and I, I think like I said, the have and the have nots. It's getting farther separated. Sometimes I wonder, do they want more balance? Oh, no, this is, this is what I'm saying. Like, in, 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 in a sense now, where, you yeah, in a sense where, you know, a lot of stuff is going on, so they say, I mean, we got to take these guns away. We got to take these guns away. If you create more balance, they have all the guns and we don't. Right. You know, I don't know. Well, it's like up in... Uh, what was that? What part of what part of New York was that? Where the uh, where the white boy was that Buffalo? Man, they had that. Uh, it was just like the, uh, the video game. He had the and it was on Facebook. Now I can make a comment about you know uh, something petty and I'm banned for thirty days, but they allow mm. this all the time, this white boy. You're right, I'm a white boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a repeat. <laughs> Getting out of his car just like a video game. Yeah. And he's just going through, you know, pop pop just sniping, you know, just just going around just executing people live. You know? And that wasn't that shouldn't red flag nobody. That, that didn't you know, that just I mean and it's like and it's being shared all over and it's right. being played all over and over and over again. We're already desensitized to murder, but we're desensitized in the sense that it's us killing us. But we can't allow ourselves to get desensitized to any of it, especially them coming through, right. sniping us in you know New York where they say guns are outlawed. And he, so he drives, I don't know how many miles, twelve hundred miles, whatever, and he's just just going through randomly killing black people. You know, so that um, uh, that sent. I mean, that's, of course, that sent. You know, that sent something through me that said, you know, dang, oh, you know, they just showing anything, you know. And, but is it not okay to kill black people? Well, I would have to say that, um, I would say, I, I, I would say, um, in the terms of, it, 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 it depends on who you're asking. Because I, I got, in, in the song I made about 2020, hindsight 2020, I said, somebody asked me if I really think that black lives matter. Before I answered, shots rang out and black lives scattered. Right. So what? You you ain't even gotta ask us. Are we okay with blacks killing blacks? Look at the evidence. Right. We're good with it. We're good with it. We talk, we rap about it. We yeah, sing we about it. it. We mm-hmm. dance to it. Yeah, but 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 we're not hypnotized. But but, but, <laughs> but when but of course but when they do it, you know what I'm saying? Now it's it's um. And I and I'll say this, you know, because you know. Uh, uh, George George Zimmerman should have come up dead. George Zimmerman should have been dead by now. Well, it's the thing, though, Mert. If you got a, a, a front yard full of trash, and I'm walking down the street looking for somewhere to throw my empty can, I'm going for your yard. Why wouldn't I? Right. He ain't gonna, first of all, he ain't gonna notice it, right? Because his yard is already full of junk, and he ain't gonna do shit. And second of all, mm-hmm. he's good with it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mind trash being in his front yard, right? So when we don't, I I have yet to see a. March down Broadway after somebody, a black person killed a black person. Right. I have yet to see a march going up and down Broadway about all this dope in our neighborhood. Right, because, I mean, not to cut you off, but when you walk, let's say you walk, you go to a female's house, just anybody's house, you walk in the house, it's immaculate, it's clean. First thing you do, I'm gonna take my shoes off or something. But if you walk into a dirty house, mm-hmm. like shit. Right. 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 Black Lives Matter have to matter to black people because first, if I go out and kill somebody, like you said, there's no marching, nobody's just like kids even. But if a cop or a white person kills a black, oh, it's on, man. Yeah, yeah. we got like, we got kids being hit by straight bullets, still ain't no marches. Right. 
To, until, until the parents start changing and changing the whole infrastructure and quit allowing people to control the narrative of, how, of what we take our what we take our community to as black people. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, the Tulsa, Oklahoma, the Black Wall Street. We was getting it right then. Right. Now we are so lost as a people that we allow people to guide us wherever we want to go as people. And we know most of us know better, mm -hmm. but we saw it in such a disarray. As, even as a community, as a people that we can't never come together. So we're not going to, some some black people in our own community are just as worse as the white people. Well, they don't give a damn about their own people. They don't care like, about themselves. Yeah, it's like when they, when they, when they, um, when they, when they took our parents who, they took, they snatched away ass whoopings, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, we grew up on ass whoopings. Well, I'm going to say this. It was me. I mean, Junior, uh, okay, Daddy never whooped me, but but he would pull me inside and be like, that was messed up what you did. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I saw what you did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And Getting raised like you Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. now it was just everybody for itself. I'm going to tell you, you don't whoop them. Because we got to fill these penitentiaries yes, up. Sir. Ain't no ass yeah, whoopings. Man. Yeah, we got so to get these, we got to get this free label. Yeah. Well known film producer, Aaron Caruso is his name. Uh, he's some of the movies that we are, uh, Trading Places, you know, uh, Eddie Murphy, Dan, Ar Dan Aykroyd. Uh, he, it, it's online, I sent it to y'all, man. He tells a story about a conversation he had with Nick Rockefeller. And Nick Rockefeller told him the whole entire women's liberation movement was funded by the Rockefellers. Right. And I told it to a lady who I uh, respect, highly respect, a lawyer he used to work with in Frankfurt. One of the most intelligent people I've ever known. And she said, that all makes sense now. She said, because there was a real popular women's magazine that was out back in the 70s that it came out who was actually, who was behind the magazine. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be about women's liberation. Right. But it's like, well, why would they be the ones supporting this magazine? Right. Mm -hmm. He said, this is what he said. I'm just saying, it's an entire video, but it's snippet alone. Mm -hmm. He said, they realized that by women being at home raising the kids, they were only taxing half of the population. So they encourage women to abandon one of the most important jobs on earth, which is raising kids mm -hmm. and making a family. They encourage, they, they convince them that it was great, uh, uh, degrading beneath them. You need to get out here and work, get a job. So in addition to that, creating more tax income for the government, mm -hmm. it turned over control of the children to state. And he said it was done on purpose. That's a hell of a system. Yeah. Boy, now look at it. Look at it. If you, if you didn't believe it then, you mm -hmm. can't you cannot believe not believe it now. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you see that's exactly what has happened. Right. Mm -hmm. The system is raising our kids, telling us what we can and cannot do. Right. Women are working. And I had nothing against that at all. Dude. But they 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 had an important job. They were convinced of that's the most important job they were. That was useless. I, yeah. I'm going through it right now with my with my grandson's mother. Real talk. Mm -hmm. She calls me. Well, he's not walking. She she she's a waiter or something. Kingfish. Mm -hmm. He's not walking. He's behind. Mm -hmm. No, he's not behind. You're not putting the appropriate time into him to make him walk. I took my grandson for two days. He was on his cup on the cups of walking. Walked him every time he came over to the house, we walked him the whole time. Mm -hmm. He gets home. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't telling her what I'm doing. He get home two days later. He right. took 15 steps. Because mm -hmm. you're not putting the time and energy into him. Right. Same thing with him reading. So instead of you giving him uh cocoa melon and educational stuff so he can learn on the fly, you giving him toys and laptops so he, you ain't got to deal with him, and, 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 and you ain't got to worry about Spring, watching him. Yeah. It, it keeps him out of your way. Mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse, I said, you need to start doing educational stuff with him mm -hmm. so and he can learn why right. he's yeah. doing it. Mm -hmm. And he picks up on stuff so well. So now he's getting to the point where he's picking up on stuff that she wasn't putting the time. He, I said, kids, are what you pour into them, they all, mm -hmm. you, what, you pour, what you pour into them, what you going to get out of them. Yeah. And now she's starting to see that, right. and he's starting to advance. Same thing, you know, that's with any well, other kid. Well, you got to be home to do it, though, to, to put that yeah, work into him. And then, too, you know, you know, it's a good thing you dare to um, bring that bring it out because a kid, kids cannot grow. They cannot grow their environment. They cannot grow their household. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you keep challenging right them. Yeah. And a real yeah. parent knows. Yeah. Take yourself out of the equation. It ain't about you. I'm trying to get my son a little more fluid in basketball. Mm -hmm. I had told my son this time two years ago, this guy right here, 
Parachute, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Parachute, I don't know my entire life. There ain't no shot at y'all. Y'all, y'all dope. Y'all dope. Who'd you tell about me? You're a shooter, I don't know my entire life. Famous or not. Now, I ain't never met every person in the NBA. I know some NBA players. Right. This guy right here, I ain't never seen anybody that can put that ball in the hole like him. Mm-hmm. I told my son that. So, if I had the opportunity, as a parent, most parents, oh, no, 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 I'm going to teach him. I, I want to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Nah, he's going to come to help? Hell, I'm out of the way. Get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. <laughs> I sit down on that bench the other day. Anytime mm-hmm. I saw one acting, yeah. right, hey, listen to what he's telling you to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you hear what he's telling you to do? I done told him. Everything Joe told him, I done told him already. Right. He ain't listening to me no more. Right. You mm-hmm. he was messing with him repetitively. So then what I did, just use the resources. I said, buddy, he needs, I can show him, he needs to be playing Dude, with I got the text right here. Oh, yeah. I said, yeah, I said, he needs to play with other kids his age even better than him. I called yeah. Derek Miller up. Mm-hmm. Look, Dude, I got to text him Derek while I was in church. Early. I said, Billy's going to crash tomorrow. I said, Billy, That's I said, a good tell choice. Him, tell him we all send, I said, Merck, Charlie, we all going to send him over there. He needs, every Monday they got practice and then in the Dirt Bowl, they got middle school division every week. Yeah, they started so next week in the first game. game. That's good. Yeah, we're shy in already. We don't want to practice tomorrow. So you're mean you're gonna win no more games by another year. You done? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, this new generation, <laughs> this new generation, it's all about doing drills, putting it on social media. Right now they need oh, to get out. And it's, it's a whole other yeah. show. But yeah. I said, Bill, he's got. I said, I can. We can sit here and shoot a thousand shots. He's got to get another kid in front of him. He needs to play all day, one on one. Yeah, organized yeah. by somebody yeah. called Derek Miller. Derek, look. This is our crew. We sending Billy's son over. Billy called him up. Mm-hmm. Derek said, "Come up to Portland right Monday. We practice every Monday. Then we paint an airport." You yeah. know when you yeah. we yeah. know when you're when you talking about quality of the game. But like you, you said, you can have the talent outgrow the environment. Which oh, I mm-hmm. and I had already recognized that. Mm-hmm. So I started looking for resources because I was like, mm-hmm. he's not listening to me no more. Mm-hmm. Okay, you walked in the gym that one day, told him about his father. Yeah. Everything Joe, same thing Joe told. I've been telling the whole time that Goose. Yeah, they gotta listen. To, they gotta hear from somebody. They gotta hear from somebody else. But as a parent, you gotta be smart enough to know. First of all, find the right people to surround them with, and second of all, to take yourself out of the equation. And not want it to be all about you. Yeah. yeah. Get your ego out of the way. Man, way yeah. out of the way. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how he's going to develop. That's in, that's, in, that's in anything. Everything. I mean, even with business. Yes, sir. I delegate my authority to other people who does it better than me. They're professionals. When Puff Daddy I stay in my lane. <laughs> First person he went high to be his president was the man who fired him. Fired yeah. him, Andre yeah. Rail. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, dude, I want this to be successful. You come over here because yeah. I know you know what you're doing. Yeah. I want you to come right there. Yeah. Right, right. It's yeah. about winning. That's what it's, it's about. about winning. Yeah, it's about winning. Yeah. Put the integral parts right, together so to win. Well, I appreciate it. We got to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to finish. We got to finish. We got to do a part two. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get it.